Hello, and welcome to the next installment of the Center for Community Media podcast series. I'm your host, Abigail Pinto. I recently had the pleasure of speaking with Laura Murphy, the Director of Counseling Services, to learn more about the Counseling Center and the role of a counselor here at Worcester State University. So, the first question I wanted to ask you was, how did you get into this profession? Well, it was it was a little bit of a road. My career was originally focusing on, when I was in, in undergrad and grad school, I was originally focusing on adolescence as it relates to drug and alcohol addiction. Mm-hmm. And so I spent my internship years through undergrad and graduate school working in an inpatient drug treatment program for adolescents. And then I after I worked there for a little while, I got out and then decided I haven't worked with the adult population yet. I've only worked with, with young adults. So I ended up working at a methadone maintenance clinic here in Worcester. So I worked there for a year, got some experience, and then decided I want to go back and work with young adults. So I went back to the drug treatment program. Mm-hmm. I was there for a couple of years. I was the director of that program, and then it was state-funded, and the state started not to provide us with enough funding to really do, sort of for me, ethically, what I felt like we needed to offer. Um, so I started applying for jobs, and lo and behold, 28 years ago, I was hired here as a counselor, working with college students. And so to be in higher ed and do what I love is something I would have never expected. I had no idea that there was such a thing, and it was one of the best moves I ever made was not only to get into higher ed to be able to do counseling, but to be here at Worcester State because there's nowhere else I'd rather be. That's amazing. Your job here at Counseling Services, I know you said that you do counseling, but like... I do. Um, I, since I, I have been the director for probably 12 years now, um, and I also carry with that an assistant dean title. And so uh, as a director of counseling, I'm pretty much responsible for the overall day-to-day management Mm -hmm. of the counseling center. So policies, procedures, um, supervision of my staff, budget, Mm -hmm. budgeting, documentation, emergency services, prevention programming. Uh, Myself and uh, my assistant director are on call. One of us is always on call 24-7 after hours. We're also responsible for um, making sure that our residents' life staff, the RAs, Mm -hmm. that are responsible, have some responsibilities for the safety of our resident students are trained in responding to mental health emergencies. Um, And we also train our university police Mm -hmm. at responding to mental health emergencies with that. The Counseling Service Center provide to the students here? So we do provide the emergency services after hours. We provide students with the opportunity to access one hour uh, weekly counseling sessions. That's sort of based on need. When a student comes in, they'll meet with the counselor for the first time, and sort of the counselor and the student will sort of help determine what the need is. Do they need to meet every week? Do they need to meet every other week, every two weeks? And we'll sort of roll with things based on, on what we feel that, that the student needs. We also utilize what's called a case management approach here. So again, along the lines of, of what a student's needs are, when you work and do this job um, in higher ed. You have to be not only concerned about the student's mental health, but you have to be concerned about the whole student. Mm -hmm. The key word there is student. Students are here 
to get an education with a long-term goal of eventually graduating. And so we want to help the student balance their mental health needs with their education. And so we want to help keep them here. We want them to be able to work through whatever the mental health issues are while trying to maintain their schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And so we are the catalyst to connecting them with all of the support systems that are here for them on campus from potentially if you some students have some really complicated advising situations and that's a stressor so we have connections with the academic success center who work with our students and we get them right over there we are very closely connected to student accessibility services and we work with them hand in hand so if a student for mental health reasons needs some classroom accommodations we facilitate that process for students who may need sort of uh, short-term situational low-level medication our health services department um, we collaborate with them and they will work with us to provide students with medication again low-level yeah. um, anti-anxiety anti-depressant uh, depressant medication. If a student is nervous to start the process of meeting with the counselor what advice can you give them to help reduce their uncertainty? That's a very legitimate concern, a very common concern. Um, it can be scary to think about coming in and talking to a stranger Absolutely. about everything. Um, but I think the student really needs to keep in mind that um, we're a supportive environment, and our goal is to be supportive, to listen, and to help them get their needs met mm -hmm. so, that, so that they can be successful. I think, you know, there isn't a student that ever comes in that hasn't already tried on their own to work through whatever it is they're dealing with mm -hmm. and if that isn't working then before sort of things get worse and then maybe your grades start slipping this is the place to come we're sensitive we're supportive we listen mm -hmm. completely non-judgmental you, you know no student ever gets judged for any reason we are open um, completely open-minded so um, and, and you know if it helps we are out straight and, and um, pretty much see close to 300 students a semester wow. that come in here. So um, we're busy, yeah. um, and uh, it's a very supportive environment. That's amazing. So now that student you know, has no more fears and they're mm -hmm. ready to come here, mm -hmm. what is the first step that they can take um, to come to counseling services? Sure. So there's a number of ways that a student can, can make an appointment. Um, we recommend, whenever possible, that a student does schedule an appointment that way we're sure we'll, we'll have somebody available and you can schedule an appointment either by emailing the counseling center we have a mailbox which our administrative assistant Diana um, checks on a daily basis and she will email the student back immediately with an appointment time you can call you can just drop by and make an appointment or if a student gets onto the website all of our email addresses are on the website. You can email any one of the counselors directly. It's, it's, we want students to be able to access services in any way that they feel comfortable. If it's a crisis situation, because we know not everybody can plan a crisis, right? That's the whole point. Um, we do see students on a walk-in basis, and um, we will see students within typically, if not right away, if everybody's busy, it'll be within an hour. We always have a way of getting a student in. Now, what do you believe are some uh, common myths or misconceptions about seeking out help from counseling services? Well, some of the misconceptions are, you know, go, go way back and are very old, that A, somebody's going to judge me, and that there's a couch, 
and there's going to be um, a therapist sitting there with the glasses down on the nose taking notes. Um, that is a myth. We don't do that. I'd like to sort of say that we're all very real in here and sort of what you see is what you get. We're very honest. And the most important thing I think people are afraid of, the most common thing, is being judged. And um, the other piece is it's difficult to ask for help. And we know that, so we make it easy. If you can get through the door, we'll make it easy for you um, Mm -hmm. to get support and ask for help and keep coming back. And everybody, the other myth is... um, well, they see people who, who are dealing with far worse things than I am. Right. Um, we hear that a lot. And so, well, what is the definition of far worse? Um, it's all relative. And if you're struggling with something or you've had a traumatic experience, that's your experience. Um, not to be compared with the person that came in the door ahead of you because everybody's an individual and we work with students as individuals and we work with the whole student. Um, but that's something we hear frequently. Now, specifically among college students, do you think there's a stigma about mental health? I think nationwide, in general, mental health carry, carries with it a, a stigma. Um, I will say, because I've been here for 28 years, I have seen the evolution of our students be more and more accepting and open-minded around the area of mental health. I think here at Worcester State, our students are, are very open about it. And I'm not sure if you're aware, we have a student organization on campus called Active Minds. Um, they are connected to the national chapter of Active Minds. Um, and we have a fairly large student contingent um, who work hard to break down stigma and some of the barriers towards um, towards getting support. So here at Worcester State, um, I've seen the evolution of that, um, but of course there's still stigma. Do you have um, any tips or advice you could give to someone who is feeling stressed and how to de-stress? Yeah, you know, I, I think sometimes when, when people are feeling that stress, a lot of times they're looking at the big picture of things, and when you do that, you lose sight of the things that you can control that are right here in front of you. And so it's always important to, to really focus on, okay, it's Monday, okay? Friday's four days out. If I'm going to get to Friday, I still have to do everything I need to do today on Monday. And this is the stuff right now that is within my control. And I think it's really important for students when they're stressed to, to try to get some control back because that's the trigger. That's the thing. You feel like you can't do it all. But if you focus on the small things and you focus on things one at a time and you break them down and look at today, things will be more manageable. And sometimes students need a little help getting redirected into that mindset because when you're on your own and you're in your room and all those thoughts about what my week is five days out start swirling around, it escalates the anxiety Mm -hmm. and you start to lose your ability to bring it back to those smaller pieces. Absolutely. And that's what we're here for. So what advice can you give students who are struggling to balance their academic workloads with jobs and social obligations? You kind of answered that. But. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that's, I mean, all college students these days, or most college students these days, um, because of the stress and pressures of society and, and, and family life, you know, you guys are all managing a whole lot more these days than we ever did when we were in school. And so, you know, I think we are very sensitive to that. And for our students, for Worcester State students, our students work 
an exorbitant amount of hours to be able to afford to be able to come to school. And we understand that. And so, you know, I think setting your priorities, everybody talks about that, is important. And when you have, yes, my school's important, but work is important because without work I can't come to school. Mm -hmm. We're here to support you in, in sort of that thought process. And some people may say, well, you know, cut down your hours. We may talk about that, but we're also aware that you may not be able to. So maybe there's some additional supports where we can rethink sort of your, your class structure and timing of things. And maybe as much as you might really want to go full time, if you can't, it's okay. Because again, and I said this to you before, sometimes it's not about when you get there, but that you get there and that you do it successfully. And so, you know, we really spend a lot of time with students helping them balance balance and juggle things. Um, and sometimes it means sitting down with someone, laying all your stuff out there, and reorganizing things. Mm -hmm. Because again, when you get it running around in your own head, you lose sight of options. And sometimes this can be just a point of clarity um, to talk it through with somebody. So what can we tell our listeners to help them get the word out about counseling services on campus? Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I think it's it's um, it's important that a our students know that this is here, and I think you know for for any student that's ever been here um, or has even received counseling services even even off campus, to be able to make it okay for students to come in here, um, I think. Um, as many years as I've been here, we have been located in the Student Center. And there's a reason for that. We have a confidential space, um, but we're in the Student Center. So, um, you know, this is a student-friendly space. And I think um, we are part of sort of the, the hub of sort of the student environment here by, by being in this building and, and it's a it's a safe space so I would like to think that any students that have been here and have had a really good experience here um, would be willing to help spread the word. Now is there anything else you would like to add or tell our listeners? Yeah I mean you know we, we usually when we talk to students you know we always say you know get help early and often um, the sooner the better. The sooner you start to feel like something isn't sitting right or you feel off or you're getting you know in deep academically um, and you're not sure where to turn, come in because the sooner you get in the more options we have in terms of being able to support you. However, if you are stuck in that hole, typically your thoughts are, I'm never going to get out of it. It's too late. It's never too late to ask for help and get support. We will peel back the layers of that hole little by little to eventually bring you back to the top. Um, but you have to trust and you have to understand it is never too late. And I think that's probably one of the most important messages. Thank you so much, Laura. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. As you heard in the interview with Laura, there are numerous benefits to working with counseling services. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash WSU Media and on Twitter 
at MediaWSU to learn what's going on at Worcester State and also what's going on around the greater Worcester area. Thank you for listening.